You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. Happy Father's Day. Man, what a great weekend. What a great day, Father's Day. And as a father, I I uh I love Father's Day. <laughs> uh and I love my dad. I love my kids. It's just a uh, a great day just to to remember and celebrate. Now, I know that not everybody uh, enjoys Father's Day. Sometimes you've had a bad experience, or maybe you've lost your your dad. Uh, has gone on from this this physical world, and and it's a hard day for some. Um, but but I I do uh, personally love the day. I just wish it was during football season. What would be better, right, for Father's Day than to have your football games on uh, the whole afternoon? <laughs> would be fantastic. So there's this song called Reckless Love, and in recent years, man, it's been actually kind of controversial because it's talks about the love of God being reckless love, and and there's a, a lot of back and forth about that, and I'm not here to debate one way or the other. It's just a song that really speaks to my heart, and when you hear the story behind the song, it speaks even more. Corey Asbury, who wrote this song, he talks about how this song is about how he always heard about God being the father and, and the love of the father God and, and not really understanding that until his, his child was born. And I get that. When my firstborn son, Christian, was born, I was not only there and present, but I uh, we had a doctor at the time who worked with the family so that the father actually delivered the baby. And so I actually, my hands are the ones that brought my son Christian into this world. And in that moment, I took my breath away. And I remember thinking, I, in that moment, I was like, I get it. This is how God loves me. And I cried because I love this baby boy, and I still do, more than anything in the world. Like, like I would do anything. I would, I would, my, my love for this, this baby boy would just, it, 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 I would do anything for my son, for my child. And that's a father's love for a child. And Corey Asbury says that's what reckless love is about. He said, when I became a father... It helped me learn how to become a son, and I resonate with that. It helped me learn how to become a son of God. It renewed his understanding of God's love, and being a father has renewed my understanding of God's love. What, what if, if anything, has given you a renewed understanding of God's love? Today we're wrapping up a series we've been calling Sacred Music, where we've been discovering how to walk into every day as a holy day and every space as a sacred space. And actually, the songs we sing have a way of becoming a part of us, strengthening, giving us strength to persevere through whatever we're facing, and, and how the way we live our lives makes us the sacred music. So your life and mine is a song of praise to God. So we're going to continue with this this theme today uh, in Psalm 98. So if you have a Bible, I would encourage you to, to open up, uh, to, to go to Psalm 98. And this is one of the group of songs in, in the uh uh, in, the, in the Psalms that that proclaimed God as King, these are kingly songs. Like God is our King, and they're often used at Christmas time. Actually, Psalm ninety eight is the Psalm that inspired joy to the world. So, so, so it's uh, it's one that will some often be read during Christmas season. Here, uh, let's begin. Verse one: Sing a new song to the Lord, for He has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown saving power. Man, I just want to give you the big idea, and then we're going to dig into this the psalm. We're going to read the whole, it's a short psalm too. We're going to read the whole thing before our time's over today, but here's the big idea. 
Your life becomes a new song of praise to God as you become more like Jesus. Your life becomes a new song of praise to God as you become more like Jesus. So I want to talk about a, a, a few different areas of, of praise and how we are, we are renewed by praise and how praise is renewed in our lives. So it starts with everyday praise. Everyday praise. Now, there's reasons why we sing the songs we sing at Awakened Church. And we could say, like, you know, this song speaks to my heart, or I really like this song. The musicians will, be, will say things like it just, you know, the chord progression or the vo- or, or the lyrics are just, they just kind of flow a certain way. Or, or as we sometimes say, this song just slaps. <laughs> but ultimately, it kind of breaks down to two things. The first thing is we sing the songs we sing because we, we want to know what is God saying to us. And God is speaking to us through the songs we sing. And then we also say, what are we saying to God? Because the songs we sing are, are not just us singing, but we're speaking, we're, we're singing these to God. So, so, so this is what praise kind of is for us. But praise isn't just about the songs we sing on a, speci- on a specific day of the week, is it? It's about, it's about praising God with our lives. What reason do you have for praising God? Well, the psalm goes on, and let's go back to verse 1 and just read the first uh, three verses. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown us his saving power. The Lord has announced his victory and has revealed his righteousness to every nation. He has remembered his promise to love and be faithful to Israel. The ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. So it says, God's right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown his saving power. Man, that's powerful. And and, and this word victory is, is uh, again, originally these psalms are written in the Hebrew, an ancient Hebrew language. And this word victory is the word yeshah. And yeshah means to open up free, to, to be free, to be open. It means salvation, yeshah. It's where the word Yeshua comes from, which is Jesus' name in, in Hebrew. Yeshua, which the Lord saves his people is what it means. So it's salvation. It's to be open and free. Yeshah. God brings yeshah, victory, to our lives. And then it says, God remembered his promise to love and be faithful to Israel. So it says this, there's another fantastic Hebrew word here. It's the word hesed. It's, it's this, word, this, this, this word for love here, hesed. And it, it's the steadfast love of God. It's the unmerited love of God. It's like the kind of love Jesus describes in his famous parable, the prodigal son. It's, 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 it's the love Jesus reveals. It's, 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 it's bold. It's, it's, it's undeserved. Um, it's, it's a reckless love. It's like in that, that, in this song that another song that we sing that it says, uh, this, this line about heaven meets earth, like a sloppy wet kiss. That's the, that's the prodigal son that Jesus talks about. God, the father runs to his prodigal child, the one who has been wasteful, the one who has finally come to their senses and taken a step home. And God runs to the prodigal, wraps his arms around them and hugs him with sloppy wet kisses as a father would a lost son. 
It's not that God is reckless or crazy, but when it comes to this has said, this steadfast, undeserved love, the word reckless certainly fits here. Reckless can be defined as as without regard for one's own safety, comfort, or well-being. That, that's exactly the way God loves you. God's love for you, it's, it's really childlike. It, like, there's no regard to, to, to my safety or well-being. I just love you. God puts himself out there on the chance that we might love him back. The love of a father, the love of the father is a childlike love. And, and, and who is this love for? In the psalm, it says, God remembered his steadfast love to Israel. So Israel was a nation. The descendants of Jacob, and Jacob's name was also Israel, hence the name of the entire nation. That, that And this was the nation that God had a covenant agreement with. And in, and in many moments in the Old Testament story, Israel is, for, is referred to, the nation Israel, is referred to as God's child or God's son. So God says, I love you as my child, and you didn't do anything to earn it. So in the New Testament, we have Jesus doing a new thing. There's this new covenant. Through Jesus, with God and all people who accept the gift of salvation. So the writers of the New Testament are clear that Israel, the child of God, is no longer exclusively the descendants of Jacob, but all who put their faith in Jesus. In the New Testament, there is a renewal that is still a part of our reality. Israel is no longer about a physical nation, but a spiritual family, the body of Christ. That's us. So you are God's child and God loves you. And this is the reason to praise. Not that, not just when we sing together on Sunday, but every day. This is a reason to sing a new song every day. And then there's uh, another thought I want to spend a few minutes in is, is everybody praise. <laughs> everybody praise. It's, there's a, you know. It's like this, you know, in a lot of churches, and I've been a part of many congregations, and I've pastored several, and I've been on staff on several. The first time the worship team does a new song, the saints be like, what? Like, like it's this new song, and, and, and folks are like, oh my gosh, not another new song. Um, <laughs> but for me, when I hear a new song, and, and it speaks to my heart, Man, I just I leap for joy. I, I I feel excited, and I man, others others would benefit from hearing and singing and listening to this song. How do you feel when you hear a new song that really speaks to you? Well, it goes on and says, "This is how we should feel." Verse four: Shout to the Lord, all the earth; break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praise to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord, the King. Shout to the Lord, all the earth; break out in praise and sing for joy. Break out in praise, God! God is doing a new thing. Break out in praise, God is renewing all things. God is the God of renewal. Break out in a new song. See, we sing a new song and we break out in praise when there are new voices. In the culture of Psalm ninety-eight was was written the new song, a new song. It says it says to sing, and it says this several times throughout the Psalms. It refers to continued updating of traditions to meet the needs and tastes of a new generation. That's what it means to sing a new song. the The, the truth doesn't change, but the the traditions of those truths are updated to meet the needs and tastes of a new generation. Truth never changes, but traditions on how truth is understood are always in a state of renewal. New voices sing a new song. Everyone God brings together contributes to the voice of the church. I'm going to say that again. Everyone 
God brings together contributes to the voice of the church. From generation to generation, we are the family of God, and we are a family of praise. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. The, 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 the word, again, the Hebrew writer uses here is Eretz. And I know I'm throwing a lot of Hebrew words at you today. But man, when you're in the Psalms, it pays to dig in to some of this, the, these words in, in the original language. Because it's so deep and so rich. And Eretz, this word that means, uh, that talks about uh, the earth. It's the, it's the visible, touchable world. It's not. It's 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 talking about the visible, touchable world. It's it's a nation or it's a wilderness. It's 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 wherever you're from. It's it's wherever you're from. Anywhere you can see, anywhere you can touch, shout to the Lord. <laughs> and you back up to verse two. It says God has revealed His righteousness to every nation. There is a Hebrew word here. It's goi. In this word, goi, it, it refers to any foreign groups of people, not just Israel's Gentiles. That's you and me, by the way. Whether you're from this people group or that people group, break out in praise and sing for joy. In the praise renewal we are in, we see Jesus makes us one. Sing, sing your praise with the harp. With trumpets, make sounds with the ram's horn. Make a joyful symphony before the Lord the King. Now, in the ancient culture... The harp symbolized joy and healing. Trumpets were used to alert everybody, like a call to attention, whether it was for worship, a royal announcement, or for battle. The trumpet means come here and pay attention. The symphony is an elaborate musical composition for a full orchestra. So, so what a poetic way to say this new song, this song that is, is bringing us together, this song of joy and healing, this song of praise renewal is for everybody. The sacred music of our lives make a symphony of praise to God when we come together. So find your instrument, find your voice, because this awakened church is a symphony and there is a part for everybody to play. So everybody prays, and everywhere prays. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Every day, everybody, everywhere. <laughs> the song Reckless Love, it says, There's no shadow you won't light up, no mountain you won't climb up, no wall you won't kick down, no lie you won't tear down coming after me. I love that description of God's love. That describes how I feel about my boys, my sons, my children. That's how God loves me. That's how God loves you. There's absolutely no shadow that, that God won't light up. There is no mountain God wouldn't climb up. There's no wall God wouldn't kick down, and there's no lie He won't tear down because He's coming after you. And it's not a threat. It's a promise of love. It's the Father running to His child and lavishing his lost child with sloppy wet kisses. This is what it looks like for God to love you everywhere you go. What would it look like to live a lifestyle of praise everywhere you go? In Psalm 98, down to verse 7, it says, Let the sea and everything in it shout his praises. Let the earth and all living things join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills sing out their songs of joy. Before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with fairness. No matter where you go, wherever you are, praise God. This is, this is what it means to be the sacred music. This, this is what it means to live your lives as an anthem to praise. Now, you don't have to be weird about it, but it's okay if you are. So first, the sea. 
Let the sea and everything in it praise God. In the ancient culture, the sea was often poetically used to represent the unknown, and in some cases, even death. Then it says, let the earth and, and all living things join in. Here again, we have this, this word that means the visible, touchable, the known, the world. We may be in a place on our journey we're all too familiar with. We may be headed through a place we've never seen before. The known can be mundane while the unknown can be scary. Wherever you are, God is there. So sing praise. That's, the, that's, what he's, that's what he's getting to. That's what the encouragement is. That's what it means to have a praise renewal in our lives. Wherever you are, realize God is there. So sing praise. Next is the rivers clap their hands with glee. I love that. I love that poetic imagery. The waves of the river clapping to the rhythm of creation. R- rivers were vital to life in the ancient culture of the writers of the Psalms. R- <coughs> rivers provided water for drinking and cleaning and crops. And it's, wh- it's actually where major transportation and travel routes were. And it says, let the hills sing out their praises of joy. It's true. The hills are alive with music, with the sound of music, right? The first singers of the Psalms would have known hills as boundaries. Uh, you can't see beyond the hills. Hills are places of protection. You can, you can get a good view of the land beyond your boundaries from the hills. You can see your enemy coming. You can see your friends approaching. From the hills, you would announce good news. Sometimes the news is good. Sometimes the news is bad. But God doesn't change. So we praise because God doesn't change. This is, this is the steadfast love of God, a love that sent Jesus to die on the cross. A love, the love of God, is, it's not cautious. The plan A of God's love for you is Jesus, and there's no plan B. God gives himself away again and again and again and again. And our sin, our sin, it's, it's a reality, and it breaks God's heart. But Jesus, Jesus lets us back in every time. This isn't permission to remain in the darkness and sin, but it's permission to live and grow and be changed and overflow with praise to the Father God who never gives up on you. This love of God is for everybody, every day, everywhere. And because of this, we are renewed and sing a new song. Your life becomes a new song of praise to God as you become more like Jesus. So take this next step. Creatively express your praise to God. I, I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't. Well, I'm not a very creative person. I don't care if it's, you know, a song, a poem, painting, drawing, a vlog, a podcast, a meme, using your photography. There is something you have. Every single one of us are created in the image of God, and our God is a creator. Find a new way to sing a song of victory and renewal. It doesn't have to be actual singing. It's a it's the sacred music flowing from your life through the gifts and the creative energy and abilities that God has given you. Take these things and express your praise to God through them. Lord, we love you. Thank you so much for creating us and loving us and being the kind of father that in so many ways we can't even compare our own fathers because, Lord, you never stop loving us. You never stop coming. You never stop lighting up the darkness and tearing down the walls for us. And, Lord, we 
we, we, we're coming to you with thankfulness and praise because that's who you are. That is what we're doing today. God, our response is just to respond to you in praise. Thank you that, that Jesus is your love for us, your reckless love for us. Or may we uh, maybe walk in this and find ourselves more and more becoming the sacred music, more and more becoming the symphony of praise. That in every day, in every moment, we would, uh, we would seek to honor you. And even in those moments when we miss the mark, in those days when we miss it and we mess up, in those, those, those times when we get distracted and we're exhausted and we just aren't feeling it, Lord, take even those times and turn us back to you and remind us and refresh us and renew us with praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at AwakenChurchLA.